He's holding the water in there, right? He's, he's plugging. He's plugging up this dopper. His ball's got cleavage. This Ooh, is someone look else. At, look at her boobs. Oh, that's her knees. Siri has shoulder boobs. I like yeah. him. You want to hear Wait, a little this... dialogue? No. She's not talking to Kim. It's someone else in the bathtub, right? So okay. What the director does here is there are two different bathing activities going on. There's okay. Amy and David, and there's um, Kim and uh, Moron. <laughs> What's her name, Mahone? Moron. Just because Kim's an asshole doesn't make her a moron. Right, right. No, it's just not in front of me. Uh, where is it? Where is it? Malon, Malon, Malon. This okay. So Malon and Kim are having a bath, and in the other room, Amy and David are having a bath, and we intercut between their two conversations for no reason at all. Malon, Malon. Keep that conversation. What? No, I don't want to hear the talk. <laughs> it's not going to be interesting. I can imagine a realtor. Like, well, it's really groovy. Stuff like that. Guys, so check out what you think of the house. Uh, how many bathtubs are there? There's two. Oh, but they fit They fit two people a piece. They fit four. Oh, okay. We've sold. Like ja we bathe like Japanese people. Yeah, what? Our feet up your. Uh, where's his feet going? Uh, I guess to our left and right. Okay, now check out the boobs on Milan here. Hold on. All right. John Lennon glasses. I just think. And this Ringo mustache. I know. Who does he think he is? Pete Best after a vendor? <laughs> Pete Best. Will anybody know that reference? He has yeah, such a Ringo best. mustache and a John Lennon glasses. And he's the best Paul's hair. Girl. He's got false hair, right? Listen, P-Fest is the best of the Beatles. That's literally That's true. Look, look at her boobs, man. Right. right. That was great. That's your grandmother. That, okay, those were knees. They were knees. Oh, my God. Well, what are they doing? You want to hear the dialogue? Otherwise, it's very boring. All right, give me a little. No, I don't want to hear the dialogue. So, what kind of cheese do you like? I uh, like, I like Swiss. I do Why like, like Swiss. It's got to be in a mood for Swiss. I asked the cheesemonger to give me a smaller price on the Swiss because there was so many holes in the cheese. I didn't think it was fair. Yeah, you. We do it by weight, sir. It's a Jewish wedding. In, yeah, in well. Places. David, both David and uh, Amy are Jewish. This was it, Texas's first Jewish wedding. I captured it here, 1969. It's their first Jewish wedding? Yeah. Took them, took them 19, that long. I'm sorry, but Jewish people were part of the woodwork and fabric of Austin, Texas. David, wear a yarmulke. Yeah, man, I am. Cover your head. Someone might say, God, God. 
This this park's a shithole, so there's already broken glass under our feet. Oh, look at the dogs running around. Wow, it's nice to see right off a wedding. They actually got married, I'm sure. They don't mistake. break the glass. They actually break her ass. She lays down and, and David smashes her butt. Oh, yeah, they misread it. It's supposed to be glass. <laughs> now we will smash the ass. Hey, thank you. The gazebo's not very furnished, right? But they, they invited all the Jews from Texas to come, and they came. They're all out there. You see, he's got the Torah in his hands there, but he also has the Book of Mormon. Right. You know, he. Uh, I read, I sped read. You know the speed reading class? Yeah. I, I, read, the, I read the entire New Testament in, in two days. Really? It was, yeah, it was great, Carl, especially about that guy. Oh man, he was terrific. The the miracle guy. I guess, yeah. I right, took Evelyn yeah. Wood. I took Evelyn Wood speed reading. Uh huh. Yeah, I read the Bible, the the New Testament, the New Testament. Oh, what you think? Well, I liked. There was like a, there was the guy, but he there was like a bigger guy, you know, and he was doing yeah. his job for him. It was a good book. It was cool. I actually read uh, Moby Dick by Herbert uh, Herman Melville. Uh huh. He's in the episode. Yeah. yeah, it's good. It takes place on a boat. There's not one nude scene. I didn't get the title. Oh yeah, yeah. So they're having the reception right now. Yeah. They well, um, the wedding ceremony and reception are kind of lumped into one here. There isn't like uh, food or entertainment or 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 a dance or. They're just all sort Where's of milling around and having a conversation. I want some pigs in the blanket. I want uh, a open bar. Nobody's I want to get some... anything. Where's the crudite? Where's this, the seafood station? Where's the carving table? Yeah, do, do you have an omelet station here? Yeah, I knew. So what kind of golf club are you without an omelet station? So, all right, how about this for my next open mic? Uh, I saw that movie Moby Dick, and there was not one nude scene. I just don't get that title. <laughs> Is that any good? You know the the techno artist Moby. You know how he got his name? No. Big Dick. He was a, a dick. dick. What a dick! There's Sharon, soon to be divorced. Oh, there's Jason, soon to be interviewed by us. There's their child, Jason, soon to be abandoned. Soon to be interviewed by us. What was it like uh, making a cameo? Well, it was mostly me and Vern Troyer. I had a, I could only be in 12 minutes of the film, and then I had to, my tutor had to come and teach me uh, classes. Yeah, right, because uh, my twin is not you – know, some of the scenes, it's actually my twin. <laughs> I, know, I rehearsed right? my line for days. I was in front of the mirror like, I got it down perfect. Okay, so 
Now we're going to get a little more of, you know, his, no, he's writing. And we get to hear his, like, poem or whatever. I'm playing it. Oh, no. Malik. Malik, I tell you. He's William Burroughs. Inside the mind, inside the mind of Kim. Yeah. Let's go in. Let's go inside the mind of Kim. Oh, I bet you this was his real life. He would be in front of that typewriter, whack, 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 making material. Oh, I know. And then Kim's in the bathtub, and people are interested in that. Now, Kim notices something is going on in the basement. The fuck, man? Freddy Krueger lives that way. So now he has to show Milan. Come on, Milan, check this out. Oh, look at her. Yay, something interesting. I will have more Toby interesting indie film stuff. He passed away, huh? I think I knew that. He did a movie with George Romero called uh, Body Bags. And I found it on uh-huh. TV. 74 years old, he passed away in California. Every single obituary or whatever mention of it just says natural causes. Oh, yeah. Well, chainsaw is a natural cause. Now, look, they're all in the hair dryers. Why? What does it mean? What does it have to do with anything? And what's happening to them? They're having a trip or? Yeah, I guess so. A hair trip. Bad hair day. Here's the music. Boing, boing. It's like bad Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. We're the kids. We're the kids. kids. We're wow. In America. Whoa. Wow. Look at these Matchbox cars. These are nice cars, though. You got to admit. It's funny you said Match. Box. It's like when I see old cars like that, I do think of that Hot Wheels. Yeah, because yeah, that's the design I've always seen them as. Died of natural causes in Sherman Oaks section of Los Angeles, California, August 26, 2017, at the ripe old age of 70 dead. Four, 74. Well, you know, they did a lot of like masters of horror anthology movies. Mm-hmm. Like, not movies, but more like one hour cable specials. Yeah. And I think. That might have been his last work. Like, he did another movie like uh, shit. You know, you know, Kill Bill, where the guy goes, "My name is Buck, and I like to fuck." Yeah, that's taken from a Toby Hooper movie about. Really? Like, yeah, th- that was Robert. What period? It was about like crocodile. It was like some kind of weird hotel that was off the swamp, and there's like a killer crocodile that okay. eats like. Meatless. In two thousand, he does Crocodile. No, this is the 70s. Okay. Then in the 70s, he did um, Eaten Alive, 1977, with Crocodiles. Yeah, that's probably what I'm thinking it is. Eaten Alive. He also did a real interesting film in 81 called Fun House. Oh, I saw Fun House. Yeah, I like that movie. It's creepy. Everything. Well, when he was a kid, he loved the idea of the Fun House, and he would run backstage, you know, like behind the tent to, like, 
get a glimpse of a clown or like what do they really look like when they're just walking around like a, the freak show people okay board with the music of austin psych folk legend shiva's headband let's hear shiva's headband it's the same thing they're still playing the same chords this is just a sizzle reel from PBS. Next on PBS, it's Capital Steps. Well, this the is another one of Toby's like adventures into something neat, visually experimental. It just goes on too long. Next on PBS, Dick Cavett. <laughs> what a dick. What a dick. Another dick. You know, it's exploitive how PBS would just show dick pics. Oh, you mean Dick Cavett every night? Mm-hmm. But in the William Powell movies, just one dick pic after another. Yeah, they always did footage of Nixon. Always, always photos. Dick, Are dick they in a war Is there like a tank behind them now? Yeah. Let's get tanked. Now look, Pam still has her balloon. I know. And that dude still hasn't got a shirt. And this is the first time we see Ron with other cast members. Right, because it didn't make sense. But Pam and Milan are talking like they're good friends and they've known each other a long time. Why are they going to the tennis courts? Rude. Those were the famous Austin tennis team that we saw for two seconds. They were so good at tennis, it was like they were playing 11-it. <laughs> they really exceeded tennis. Yeah, like one better. Like a higher level of is. Okay, Mike, what's going on? What's happening? Why is it happening? They're putting garbage bags over their heads entirely. They're going to put their heads in these hair dryers. Uh -huh. Oh, they're going to build it. They're going to build the plastic into their hair. What is going on? Why is this? It, there was no foreshadowing to this. It's, oh, look, it's the Nine Inch Nails. I look, do, you do see that nine glop nine. that's coming out? That's them getting converted into goo. Oh, because they, the man. Uh, what? What is, is this going the... on? Now, here's that spirit, that smoky, ghosty thing. Oh, right, ghost. Usually they get shot at the uh, shot in the head at the end of the movie. Back to, back in these days. So did he consume them, and now with his energy he can go free? I don't understand what happened. Is it in the Chronicle? Did I read it in the Alternative Weekly? Look, it's Fog Monster. <laughs> I'll restore this film. Where is he off to? So that's that's pretty much it. It will go away. By the way, but this is a restored film, by the way. And the only thing they did except oh. clean it up was do titles at the beginning and end. Oh, they did great. It took two seconds. All right. Wow. Oh. Yeah. That just happened. There's yeah. The there's Maho, there's Ron, there's Amy, Boris, Pamela, Jim. You yeah. have Alan Sherman. Alan David. Sherman, the folk singer, my son's Alan a folk Sherman. singer. Yeah. Hello, yeah. mother. 
Hello, oh, Dale. <laughs> Don't try the liverwurst. Wow. Well, that has been uh, Carl. What do you think of eggshells from 1969? I love hated it. I mean, I love hated it. Okay. There was a lot of interesting things he did, like the sword fight amongst himself and a lot of the animation stuff, um, from, you know, filming people against the reflections. There was lots of interesting stuff here. There was also, and there was some plot. There was this much plot, but I don't know. I also hated it because it was tedious and long and rambling and bleh. This, I want this much plot. You just hate, you're not a Sherman uh, headband head like I am. We like, you know, we I, like I tore, this director. We like Toby. We like Toby. Like Toby. He's good. Life Force is good. Oh, well, uh, yeah, I mean, it's interesting, but it does come off as a demo reel. But, you know, there's some stuff that just exists that wouldn't exist otherwise. So. He was in his 20s, and he quickly realized that that film was not the way to get noticed, and he went the horror route, with, and he was interesting about it. Nice. Well, all right. I hope you guys enjoyed the movie as much as we tried to enjoy it. Pearl, next week's movie. It's the 1952 3D movie, Bawana Devil. 1952, I Caught Devil. Bawana, B-W-A-N-A. It takes, they're, they're British colonizers in Africa and a tiger or something. A tiger in Africa uh, comes out, there's some kind of, I don't know, is it 3D? <laughs> is it not V-W-A-N-A, Bawana? Yeah. You want to go take a look, see if there's a trailer out there? All right. I will take a look. See if there is a trailer. It's, a fair, there. I, it's I'm sure it's very problematic from the start, but uh, it was what kicked off the uh, 3D craze back in the 50s. BW, BW. P as in park. P as in. B as in boy. B as in bark. See? Very exciting. Carl, your, your YouTube use is amazing. Are we doing uh, audio? Here, do do the, the, the second one. That one's the full movie. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, one, uh, Devil, 1952. Right. God damn it. Bina? Oh my god. Well, that's for the show. I hope you down. enjoyed it. No, no. I'll no, no. You're just live. Okay, I got it. Oh. All right. See, it's all 3D. You need to wear those red and green glasses. Three. Two, one, go. Unmuted. Now at last. The picture you've been hearing about. It's a 3D movie. All in its blazing, whoa, action, adventure, romance. 
Moana. In thrilling color. It's in thrilling. Yeah, color can be thrilling. Lion. Pulses will pound. I want to see it. It's every throb of its jungle fury. I want a devil. There you go. We just watched the uh, trailer in 3D, which meaning you had to watch it. If this was the first 3D movie, why is the trailer in 3D? What's it going to proceed? They give yeah, us so, right. You would have to have the glasses. Hey, Mike, if I get the glasses, can I see the 3D? Well, the, the print we'll be watching next week is in 2D, but you get to see that they, they intended to have some 3D effects. It won't work if I have the glasses with the different color. On. No, it's, that's, this, this uh, footage isn't in that. Just a trailer. Damn it. Oh, I know. Trust me, I've been looking for a real 3D movie. But yeah. I noticed that this was on Amazon Prime as well as a lot of other movies there in 3D. Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay. So that's that's what pushed it. So we'll be watching Moana Devil. This will be our second 3D movie, Carl. Uh, I watched with Ira four years ago, Coming at You from 1983, uh, which is a spaghetti western. 1983. Uh -huh. And this uh, one, we'll, yeah. So we'll be watching this one next week. All right. Hey, uh, make sure, Carl, what a pleasure. Uh, thank you so much for researching and watching Eggshells four times. Uh, you can be found at carlsucks.com. And anything else you want to promote? Uh, I'll be the host at Scotty's on November 21, 20 and 21. I'm proud of that. All right. Check out Tommy's in uh, Oberville, wherever the hell it is in New Jersey. <laughs> Take it to Oberville. Uh, and... Uh, well, that's it. I, I'm, I'm not doing comedy, so fuck it. <laughs> uh, see you next week. Thanks so much. Watch if you want to, you can slap Spiegelman's behind. L-W-A-F-L-M-N-O-Y-T on Mutiny Radio. Mutiny. Mutiny! It's pronounced mutiny. Mutiny! No, it's, it's pronounced mutiny. Mutiny! Oh, my turn-offs are guys who say mutiny. Mutiny? Well, let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Mike Spiegelman, oh Mike Spiegelman, Mike Spiegelman, oh Mike Spiegelman, hey, Mike Spiegelman, Mike
All right, all right. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It is the House of Pride show coming at you live from San Francisco with your host here, Tweaky Turner. How is everyone doing? We have a great show for you today. We have the top 10 countdown coming up right now. Uh, it includes two debuts this week. Super excited. So stay tuned for that. Uh, tell your friends to listen in. You might want to put your dancing shoes on because there's some hot numbers in the top 10. Uh, and a new number one, folks. So uh, stay tuned all the way to the new b- number one position coming at you. Uh, we also have an interview coming up uh, in just five minutes with producer remixer John Keenan. He's been working with Christine W. We're going to hear all about it. Now, if you want the full top 20 countdown, all you have to do is come to our House of Pride radio page here on Facebook. Uh, just Google it. It should come up. Full top 20 is listed out. It's already out. And then be sure to like us here on House of Pride Radio, San Francisco. Here we go. Number 10. It is Prisoner down two notches. It was a former number one, Miley Cyrus featuring Dua Lipa. This is the Dirty Disco Remix. Check it out.
you doing, John? Can you hear me? I can hear you great. And I can hear you too. Welcome to House of Pride Radio. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking with John Charles Keenan, producer, remixer. So super excited to have you. Uh, how are you doing today? Thank you for I'm doing good. I, I'm really, really happy to be here. Thanks for inviting me. Well, awesome. Uh, let's get right into it. Uh, Christine W. has been doing great on our Top 20 countdown recently, first with um, uh, I Can't Take No More, and now uh, with No One, both of which you produced. Can you tell us how the two of you uh, s got to dance together like this? Well, you know, it was actually through a mutual friend, uh, a mutual friend, Paul Brewer. Oh, uh, yes. Hey, Paul, shout out. Yes, uh, Paul. Paul and I were, were sitting in my studio, uh, and Paul had this idea, you know, we should redo Barracuda. It'd be a really cool idea, you know, and, and Christine would be, like, awesome for it. So he uh, gave Christine a jingle, and she loved the idea, and uh, Paul said, John, start going. So I just started making stuff. And, uh, you know, a little while later we had Barracuda, which is on her, her record as well. And then Christine just kept calling me up. Hey, let's do another track. Do this, uh, do that. And and she was she was so cool to work with. And uh, and I will say, such a trooper. Uh, she lives in Las Vegas, and I live in Phoenix. And I remember one particular time when we were doing some vocals. She literally hopped in her car, drove directly from Vegas to Phoenix, where I live, which is about a four and a half hour drive. She got here sat down for five minutes, got a drink of water, jumped in my recording studio, started recording vocals, finished the vocals, got a quick glass of water, and drove four and a half hours home, all in one day. That's <laughs> like, a professional. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. I, I got to hand it to her. You, no one can pick on her. She's, she's, she's tough. So I was, I was impressed. Not a lot of people could do that and, you know, and still sound good, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it still sounded good. So that was fun. And so uh, Barracuda was the first uh, collaboration, and then because of its success, did you dis all decide to keep on going with the party? You know, uh, she must have. I'd like to say that, you know, I was always happy to work with someone like Christine. You know, she's a, a, a legend uh, in, the, in the dance world and more, and, and I thought, uh, you know, any opportunity I would, of course, jump at. And uh, she did, ha you know, provide me with more opportunities. Um, the uh, uh, Can't Take No More uh, came up, and I, I did some work on that track. And I made sure that with Barracuda, I had kind of come across this sound where I had hybridized a bit of that. I mean, Barracuda is a, a late 70s rock song. Yeah, by heart. So it's like, you have to, yeah, and you have to pay some homage to that. So I had to give it a little bit of a rock feel. Not too much. It's still a dance track. But I wanted to pay some homage to, you know, to the original. So I, I it, for that song, I brought in a, a friend who's a guitar player and had him, hey, play some Barracuda. And he's a fan. His name's uh, Eric Miller. He's a fantastic guitar player. The guy, he's actually a flamenco player. Um, rock is easy for him. So he came in and, you know, put on his rock hat for the day and, you know, did the Barracuda impression. And of course, I mixed that in the track a little bit um, as I didn't want it to be dominant because it's still a dance track. You know, you still got to shake your bun bun a little bit. Yeah. So you got to have your tail feather wiggling a little. So, <laughs> uh, <coughs> so I was 
you know, I mixed it in a little bit. And that was kind of a debate for me, a bit of a push and pull. How dominant do you make that guitar with the rest of the dance tracks that I play? Right. How do you keep uh, the aesthetic of Clubland instilled w- while adding that element? That's important. That's a an important executive decision. Exactly. So what, is, what did you pull. decide on that? Um, I, I pulled the guitars back a little bit. I let the dance be prominent. Even though it was like, you know, it's tempting. You know, I could easily do another version that, that felt way more, you know, guitar, make the, you know, the Ozzy Osbourne sign. You know, we could do a version like that. It'd be real easy to do. Um, but then with these other songs, like Can't Take No More and No One, um, I decided to keep some elements of that, a little bit of bite, a little bit of edge I in heard the it. dance track. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely hear it. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Now, there are no guitars in those songs. Those are different synths that I've played and run through different things to distort them and dirty it all up. But it still has that feeling, that little bit of edge uh, feeling blended with, you know, something that, that makes you shake a little bit. Okay? So, you know, I happily love doing stuff like that. I love a little bit of edge. And I was I was really pleasantly pleased to see Christine's response to it. Like, hey, she she enjoyed that edge, um, and she thought it was really cool. And keep doing that. Go with that. Just do what you do. I'm like, awesome. I'm enjoying this new little little edgy sound. Like, it it feels like an a bit of rock in with the dance, even though with the most recent two songs, it technically isn't anyone on a rock guitar, but it still has that feeling that. I'm, I, I, you know, just a little bit of edge, a little bit of dirt. Yeah. Well, listen. Let's um check out Barrel Keepers. That's the one. Let's have a listen. Christine really delivered the goods on those vocals. Oh, I know. I kept kidding her. Like, you know what? The microphones and the preamps and all the toys in the studio are slightly smoking. Yeah. She was just like, I mean, whoa. It was, just, it, was, it was so much fun, and she had so much power. We, 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 got, the, we got the folks in the green room excited to that. Can I get a little noise in the green room, guys? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, good job. So uh, – so, so that's really cool. So you carried some of the elements over into the new uh, releases that are actually charting on the Pride Top 20 right now. Can't wait to hear. We have one of hers coming up. Uh, now, is this a n- was this a new direction for you as a producer, or have you been in uh, incorporating like guitar licks and riffs uh, in other productions as well? You know, it's somewhat of a new direction. Oh, um, very cool. I've been a producer all my life, so I. It's not like I've never dealt with guitars. I'm originally from Seattle. But, you know, I'm used to guitars. I, I do projects, and I'm familiar with I've recorded pretty much everything there is to record when it comes to 
bounds and types and all that stuff. But in terms of blend, and the, the precise way that I'm blending the edge and the bite, and you know, I don't know how to say a little bit of a little bit of black leather in with it, you know. Yeah. How, how, and black leather, okay. Yeah. All well, right, John. You know, just a little bit. We'll Get your kinky on. <laughs> well, you know, just a little bit. And uh, the way that that precise sound—that's that's that's a that's a new thing for me. I haven't done that before. Very and I'm cool. just so pleased that, you know, of all people, Christine really pulls it off. She I really mean, can own it. Queen of Clublandia you're working with. Yeah, she's so, so great to work with, too. She makes it easy to produce. When someone knows what they're doing at that level and has that kind of knowledge and experience, it just makes producing the record so much easier because everything sounds good with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. How, how did, let's go back a little bit. How did you find your way into the doorway of producing dance music? Wow, how did I get into that? Yeah. Well, I, well, I've I've always loved dance, and and like to to express who I am originally, as a, as a kid in high school, you know, going back in the day <coughs> a little bit, I was a huge fan of Depeche Mode, right? Yeah. Big fan of Depeche Mode. I loved all that stuff. A little bit of a darker edge. Oh, it's cool, right? It's totally cool. Well, so I've always had a bit of that in me that I naturally like. Um, and I, you know, any dance remix of Depeche Mode throughout my whole life, oh, gotta have it. Right? They used to have a, this thing called the Bong series. I was like Bong Seventeen or whatever the number was. It had some weird remix of some song in it. So I've always loved those things. Um, and then, you know, there was several people. Not only was it Paul who helped get me a, a lot of exposure, being Paul Brewer, but it was also another mutual friend who Paul Brewer also introduced me to. Uh, the name Mark Picciotti. Oh, yeah, in Chicago, no. Yep. Well, he lives here in Phoenix, uh, not too far from me now. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, Mark and I work together all the time. Matter of fact, I was just finishing up a mix and mastering a track for him today. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, in his in his record label. Um, that particular record is on uh, uh, signed on 54 Records. Um, I think it's a Studio 54 or is it 54 Records? I forget. He's got so many things signed right now. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so, you know, Working with Mark, he really helped me hone my skills because I've always been the guy who was more of the pop radio guy in terms of production. He helped me hone my skills in doing the remixes, and Mark helped me take a few steps forward that I needed, somebody who could show me the, the finer points, and we've become a great team, Mark and I. We do a lot of work together on various different projects, and... Uh, uh, you know, Mark and, and Dan, they're two great friends of, of mine, and, and I'm I'm thrilled to have wor worked with them, and I and we constantly do. And, and Paul, I haven't seen Paul in a little while. We've got to get Paul back in the studio. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, definitely. I think you guys are talking about working with, uh, you know, a nice tribute for Ameri the, the late Mary Wilson, who just recently passed away. That would be awesome. Yeah, that's, that's true. I didn't know I could speak of that. Oh, but well. it turns out I, I, I can. Okay, so. Because Paul's already spilled the beans, so yes, that is that is something that's coming for sure. Well, I uh, think a lot of people are going to be paying tribute, don't you? I mean, she was such an inspiration. Oh, yeah. You know, and I have my own, and we all have our own Mary stories, you yeah. know, which will be fun to share, and some of them are a bit self-deprecating. <laughs> uh, true. <laughs> you know, oh, I you know, you know, I know where I remember my, one of my first uh, exposures to your brand, John. Uh, why weren't you? You were involved with the um, Jessica Sanchez project, uh, Stronger Together. Oh yeah, I was. 
That was a yeah. good. That was a good tune. That was that. Was that two years ago or one year ago? I can't remember. It wasn't too long I ago. Think it, uh, two years ago or so, right in there. Yeah. It's hard to tell time. You know, there was a year that sort of just went <laughs> went on by. <laughs> so I, my timing's all off. You know, but but roughly two years ago. That and that was, uh, I think that was a Paul Brewer thing. I can't remember who. Oftentimes there's people you end up in the middle of all this, and people hand you projects, and some of the time I forget who handed them. I don't remember. Uh, I, I know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I know. I saw it on Billboard. Supersonic was the promoter in L.A. I remember that. But uh, gotcha. it was on my charts. Good song. Good project. I remember you there. Uh, so how did you? Were you always like a uh, musically inclined as a child, or, or were your parents musicians? How did you, um, you know, get into the musical aspect of things? Well, it, for my family, it skipped a generation. As in, I had two grandfathers who were very musical. Uh, one played the drums, uh, another grandfather played the trumpet and the sax and, you know, back in, in those times. Then I go to my immediate family. My immediate parents like nothing. You know, they like music, but like, you know, <laughs> just not their thing. But then along comes me, and I'm the kid in class, right, who would figure out how to move the, the take his pencil and scoot the paper on, on the hollow desk and hit the, with the pencil on the paper, get a snare, and then hit the palm of my hand on the hollow desk and get a kick drum, right? Half the class just thought I was the coolest guy on the planet. The other half wanted to kill me. <laughs> and <clears throat> so, you know, I, and I just couldn't help it. I found that I remembered things easily by thinking of them rhythmically, or I learned later melodically. If I, uh, uh, if I just read a book and I just read it very deadpan, Without much expression, I will remember half of it at best. But if I read it and I have to remember this key point or this key element, if I sing a melody to it or tap a rhythm to it, I always remember it. It's just how my mind works, I think. That's so, so musically inclined, yeah, I bang on anything to make a cool noise. <laughs> <laughs> drums, drums were my first instrument, and then I got into playing keyboards, and then I can sing some too. I don't know if anyone would to hear me sing, but I can do it. I sing background on a lot of tracks. They just don't know it's me. You just quietly thickening things and, you know, telling people to sing this, or if I was working with Mary as an example, I'm tapping on a keyboard and singing a note to her. It's try this harmony, and I'm playing it on the keys and singing it to her. But, you know, I'm better behind the scenes than I am in front. You know, not to make myself sound bad, but that's... <laughs> But I, I tend to feel more comfortable there. Um, and yeah, and, I, and you, I don't know if I'm supposed to say this, but you told me that, you, I, I believe you told me you were, you teach, you have students. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, all right. Tell us, can you tell us where you, you uh, teach? Or? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Go, go for it. Uh, Shout out. Here in Arizona, in Arizona, uh, I teach uh, at Paradise Valley Community College. Um, and I certify people. I'm a certified Pro Tools trainer. Right. And I can certify people in the software. Um, I teach, so I teach, I certify people, it takes two semesters. Um, I teach people that. I give private lessons. I teach um, advanced audio mixing techniques. Uh, and I teach live sound. So I've been around music my whole life. I would say, like, for the longest time, I used to be able to say, oh, I've never really had a real job, you know. But now I kind of, now I kind of do. Something, um, you, so something I, you love. Well, it's something that I can teach without having to think. Uh, it's where the life experience has added up so much where 
all the questions they want to know, it's like, well, I've had that experience, or I understand how to use that piece of equipment, or I've done it, or if I have it, I know somebody who will get them on the phone, you know? Yeah. So it, it just became easy, and things that are easy tend to be something you want to do more of and repeat, and that's where I fell into it. I love teaching. Yeah. Hey, there you go, folks. Uh, so if you want to take a class with John, join up at the community college. Where, yeah. can, where can folks go to follow you, John? Um, well, they can find me in several places. Of course, you can find me at uh, – uh, now, it has to be the right one. I have to be careful with this. There's another John Keenan out there that isn't the right one. So i got to make uh, – let's see. What's the best way to go if I go to my, my Facebook page? Look for John Charles Keenan. You'll see a picture of me. I'm a blonde guy wearing a black shirt, and you see my studio in the background if you go to Facebook. You can also find me on uh, Instagram, um, and also, uh, Twitter. I have to admit, I'm not so great at always keeping up on social media. I have to get better with that. Mark Picciotti is always, always kicking me on that. you got to get out and push more. And I know, I know. I'm just such a studio guy. I love to come and create and feel inspired in the studio. And my goal is to help other people feel inspired, whether it's inspired for them to make music or it's feel inspired while listening to it. Make them feel something. And, and that's just exciting to me. So I love to live in the studio. You know, and it, yeah, I, what I need is my own personal, you know, person who just does all the all that all the internet stuff for me. That's what I need. Isn't that what we all need, actually? Huh? Yeah, PR assistant. <laughs> <laughs> Fabulous. Um, yeah. Hey, so your mix is the next song on our countdown at Ooh. number nine. Uh, can you do the honors for us and announce it? Uh, it's uh, you, no one. All right. All right, thank you. Well, this is this is John Keenan. I did this mix of Christine W. and the song No One. Enjoy. Yeah, this is one of our two debuts this week on the Pride Top 10 Countdown. In, and John's been a pleasure talking to you. We'll stay in touch, okay? Thank you so much. Bye-bye.
We have a surprise. It's DJ Sean <laughs> Perry. Yay! Guess we've been running upstairs. How are you, DJ Sean Perry? I am full and content like a bear. <laughs> a bear is exactly what you are right now. Kind of, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm a thinner version of a bear. So you hear that, producers? He's, he's plump and ready for your bear DJ uh, <laughs> I can bring the bare necessities, baby. <laughs> summer party. <laughs> ready to go. Speaking of which, you have a, a, a fabulous gig this Saturday. Why don't you tell us all about it? Oh, my God, yes. So I am one of three DJs. It's going to be me and DJ Bill Romano from Italy and Pumpkin Spice from San Francisco. And we are DJing. Evan Jason presents the Ascend Party, and this is a 100% donation-based event where most proceeds will directly benefit the artists involved. And oh, uh, good! It, so it supports the DJs, the dancers, produ production partners that all make it possible. So getting access and donating donating to Ascend is quick and easy. So you can visit evanjsun.com on February 27th and join the event via Zoom or Twitch. That's right. And folks, check out the links on Facebook, on Sean's page, on Evan's page. They're all all, all over the place. And oh, yeah. Be sure to get ready to party. Are you going to play any songs from our Top 20 Countdown? 
Absolutely, I do have some. There's so many good ones this week, Sean. There's two new debuts, one of which we just played before you came on. The new Christine W. song, No One. Oh, nice, nice. I don't have that one yet. Oh, well, you, you must download it. Okay, okay. All right, well, here we are. We have to keep on going on our top ten countdown. Why don't you do the honors? So wh where are we at, number five? Yeah. Okay, number five is three. No, you're looking at the old chart, honey. You're looking at last week. I'll, 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 let me just do this one and then we'll, we'll we get you catched up. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Sorry, I'm not prepared. I'm going to do it. In at number eight this week is I Feel a Slipping Away by Rosala. Sean, do the next one. I think I gave you the wrong one to do, so sorry. <laughs> Actually, I just think on it. So all right, three, three, all you, all you. Number one is Internet, right?
Yes, hey, ladies and gentlemen, we have a surprise guest on our show. Uh, it is the one and only Matt Consola from Swish Craft uh, Label, based now in Oregon. How are you? I'm doing great. How's everyone doing tonight? I'm doing good. How are you guys yeah. doing out there? It's um, cold and snowy, but we're hanging in there. Awesome. Awesome, awesome. So listen, we're out where we're at in the countdown right now is your song is the next one up uh it's a co-production tell us a little bit about it uh well the original track well we originally released this track nine years ago it was one of the first uh squishcraft releases and then when uh the big uh fleetwood mac dreams uh tiktok uh, was blowing up several months ago we thought it would be a good time to re-release it with a new couple new mixes and we had a Division Four and Mac and Sola mix, a Testo mix, and a Dirty Disco uh, main room mix. Awesome, yeah, it's pretty fierce. Uh, uh, so why don't you do the honors uh, in at uh, number uh, seven on the chart? Go ahead. Number seven on the chart. It is Dreams 2021 by Sal Ruiz featuring Matt Albert. All right, folks, you heard it right here. Thank you. It's always a pleasure talking to you, Matt. We'll talk to you again, all right? Thank you. Have a great night. Bye-bye.
If you're dealing one back, we'll stay far. We're dealing with tunes and rhymes. Come some more into my sight. Uno hear me yet, hear me live and direct. Walk with your tape and you guess it. Uno hear me yet, uno hear me yet, hear me live and direct. Walk with your tape and you guess it. Cause the vibes is right. Yes, the vibes is nice. So nice, so nice, so nice, so nice. Yeah, yeah. When we go a dance, we don't make no one. We stay. want me around She's got something to hide I think she wants a clown Someone to take for a ride But I keep telling her I'm too experienced to be taking for a stroll Too experienced for someone 
got Bobby Weaver in the house playing songs <laughs> and they're about to hear it we're all about to hear it I want to give a shout out to coffee shop our local coffee shop it's called coffee shop and they are yeah it's yep it's called coffee shop they're uh, big fans and friends of the station and uh i got some coffee the other day deals all day and you know what when you order iced coffee do you know what they do pam they give you ice cubes that are coffee so 
Yeah, so then when the ice melts, it's still coffee. Talk about deals all day. Yeah. Yeah, so good. Uh, and they're and they. Uh, Olga, Olga makes the pastries. Yeah, Olga is is the wife of the owner, uh, which I guess makes her the owner <laughs> as well. <laughs> yeah, that's why I wanted to marry the t- tamale lady. I could be Mr. Tamale Lady. Mr. Tamale Lady. You know that that tamale lady is missing out, like because you're a handyman. Yeah. And a fan of tamales. Oh yeah, you're right. You would give up your handy ways. And Uh, we need a Mike Lucille for her to tell us what she thinks. We keep trying to get the dogs to play songs, but they're a little shy. They're radio shy. Well, uh, Betty can play guitar. That's true. She just gets a little shy whenever we try to get her to play a, a for us here. But she's working up to it. She's like me. She's like, I'd rather Bobby play. Bobby's much better. What are you doing, Lucille? <laughs> she won't? Well, maybe she's a comedian. That's important. Have a stuff guard. I've been, uh, I, I haven't had my dog uh, with me. And my shit keeps getting stolen. And I'm like, dude, it wouldn't happen if I had my dog. There's a caller in. That's interesting. That's interesting. I guess I should answer the phone. All right, start playing, Bobby, and I'll talk to whoever's on the phone. uh, Off air. Yeah, my road down, Lucy Limbig. Everywhere we go, yeah, they want to come with me every time to see me getting ready. Really know it's time for us to leave. So Lucille's smart, and she poops in the park. But Betty waits till we in the middle of the city. Why you got to be so damn city, Betty? Get all the people looking at us. Well, I wouldn't trade them for nothing. All they want to do is give me all of the loving, and they love it when they give them hair rubbing. And they love it when they love it on. And they ask me no questions, so I tell them no lies. And all they want to do is stay by my side. Don't fuck with my dolls, cause they might just buy a road dog's ride to die. Why must I? Be like that, why must I chase cat with the doubt? Why must I be like that? Why must I chase cat with the doubt? Yeah, why must I be like that? Why must I chase cat with the doubt? Yeah. yeah. All right, we had two things going on. 
That sounded yeah. wonderful. I had a, a sound engineering issue where uh, your mic was soloed and uh, the first part did not make it on air. So if you wanted to play that song again, <laughs> feel free. If not, uh, carry on. too much reverb. Oh, there we go. Well, that's good. That was a sound check. All right. What do you think? Uh, play yeah. something. All right. Yeah, I think that sounds good. All right. We'll play when I haven't played here before. I remember. I was like, dude, that's a great thing. I like that. I'm going to write a song about that. So I did. All right, next one, Lucille. And Betty. Here we go.
Ain't nothing gonna bother me today Ain't no cloud taking my sunshine away You could try to rain on my parade But I got some news for you You never hear me singing the blues Cause Troubles are bound to come my way But I'm gonna keep a smile on my face Cause happiness, yeah, that's something that you can choose. But you'll never hear me sing in the blues. And I can't ride in up the darkest day. And I'll do hell with a smile on my face. And the day that I die, yeah, that would be the day. You take my sunshine away. Ain't nothing gonna bother me today Ain't no cloud taking my sunshine away Yeah, you could try to rain on my parade But I got some news for you Never hear me sing in the Troubles are bound to come my way but I'm gonna keep a smile on my face Cause happiness, yeah, that's something that you choose Never hear me sing it Knocking right in the darkest day Do a smile on my face In the day that I die Heck yeah, that would be the day you take my sunshine Yeah, you take my sunshine I taught the weeping willow how to cry, cry, cry. I showed the clouds how to cover up a clear blue sky. And the tears cried for that woman, they're gonna flood you, big river, and I'm gonna sit right here until I die. I met her accidentally in St. Paul, Minnesota. And it tore me up every time I heard her draw southern draws. He met me, went back downstream to board and didn't have him board. Raised a few eyebrows and she went on down alone. Those two songs are total opposite of each other, I think.
Tall black stats in hand, put a 20 piece dial on my coat chain. So God knows that's the defense. Let it go, let it go. God bless you, sweet soul. Wherever she may be, yes, this is a wild lover. Never find no other sweet man like me. I want my four brothers to be my pallbearers. One Johnny Cash see me a song. There were five brothers who went down to the graveside. Only four brothers are coming back home. Let her go, let her go. God bless her sweet little soul. If she may be, yes, this is a wild over. Never find no other motherfucker like me. Now, hear my story. You know the side of that booze. Then my woman comes here asking about me. So I got some sages confirming. Got some sages him and Yeah, Betty. <laughs> Take it to the river, take it to the beach. Baby, back to mama's front porch swing. Take me to heaven, see that swing. Take me to my happy place. Take me to my happy place. Cause there's always lots of fun stuff to do. They got a trampoline and a swimming pool. A bowling alley and a pizza buffet and a boss DJ place sublime. You're gonna cash all day. It's great. Take me to my happy place. Take me 
be No love to face reality now Not so mystical into the end This may be the trumpet It might as well be the last And many more have to suffer And many more have to die Don't ask me why They're not the way it used to be And I will have to face reality now Something like that. Hell, I bet you uh, I've been turning this up on because they've been watching. Oh, they have been watching it. So I, I thought I was good. <laughs> having something the other way the whole time. That would be classic. Right? <laughs> if I had it facing that way. I thought I had it facing, I thought I had the camera facing that way. <laughs> thank you, hey. Thank you, our neighbor. Mr. Rogers? Don't stink just cause you got a little money in the bank She did spend and they can't wipe their own ass Everybody wanna be somebody Somebody is cause they don't like what they see Cause the cover of the book is all that they read Put the man in the mirror to see It's all vanity so if you are a bully, I'll be your huckleberry. You ain't that tough, buddy, you don't scare me. Why don't you try to pick on somebody your own size? Cause getting punched in the mouth ain't according to plan. What a man can take is what makes a man. Wise men count the blessings, fools count the problems. Everybody wanna be somebody. Somebody else, cause they don't like the days. Cause the cover of the book is all there Put the man in the mirror to see it's all vanity Everybody wanna be somebody Somebody else cause they don't like what they see Cause the cover of the book is all there Put the man in the mirror to see it's all vanity Yeah, man in the mirror to see Really lose for sale or win. Rooms let fifty ten. No phone, no pool, no pets. Ain't got no cigarettes. All the few hours 
Fishing broom island. Hey, twip for at your mama. Man, mean that love me. I'm king of the world. Third box for midnight dream. Destination to your man. Old worn out suit and jeans. Don't pay no union dues. I smoke cold stogies. I have found. Short, but not too big around, mama. Man, I mean, by no means. King of the road. I know every engine and every train. All the children, all the names. Every hand out and every town. Every lock door ain't locked and around. I say, really, celebrate. Rooms to let your 50 cents. No phone, no pool, no pets. I ain't got no cigarettes. All but two hours of pushing rooms and eight to 12 four bedroom mama. Man, I mean by no means. I'm king of the road. Waiting for 
and they won't tell me. Smoke a crack cocaine better than Cincy. You popping that shit till you're sick of it. You tweaking every weekend and we just can't take it. Oh, no, 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 no. We don't want no plastic. Booyah! Hey, look at you. Whoa, deals all day. Hell yeah. Nailed it. What? Did you? Can I have that? Did you bring the whole box? Did you bring the whole box? No. That. Yeah, Belinda. Hey, you can't argue with Bree. Yeah, I guess that's right. Yep. Yep. Got a monkey, a monkey in the middle, middle of my business, telling me to live a little. He was so cute and cuddly when he was little. Little puzzle, he got bigger and bigger. Well, he is such a big shot now. Every night's out on town, he drinks my bank account. Well, who's the big shot now? Cause my monkey always hangs around. And my monkey don't ever want to come down. So if you need a friend, someone to carry you through, don't get no monkey if you know what's good for you. Cause I got a monkey, a monkey in the middle, middle of my business, telling me to live a little. He was so cute and cuddly when he was little. Little pot little, he got bigger and bigger. Well, he is such a big shot now. Every night's out on town, he drinks my bank account. Who's the big shot now? Cause my monkey always hangs around And my monkey don't ever want to come down So if you need a friend, someone to carry you through Don't get no monkey if you know what's good for you Yeah, don't get no cute little cuddly monkey if you know what's good for you Six minutes of jazz? All right. At least six minutes of jazz or whatever you want to play. Oh, me? You want me to play six minutes of jazz? You want me to play six minutes of jazz? Oh, I thought you were... Okay, this... All right, I got you. All right, um... Not a lot of money in my pocket But it costs a living on that street's cheap Now I'm not a man of means by no means Yeah, I don't lie to me You never work a day in your life When you're doing what makes you happy and Loving the life you live is living life of luxury 
Oh, 